The Marshes, Part 3 Babu picked me up from the designated spot on his bike and drove me to the marshes. It was past midnight when we got there. We were in a different section of the marshes, far from the archaeological dig and the site where the nursing student's body was discovered. We sneaked through the moss-laden woods and arrived at the destination. The pungent scent of damp vegetation stung my nostrils. Our surroundings were shrouded in botanical decay. When we got to the vantage point, my companion searched me for hidden cameras. Good, you kept your promise. This is for your eyes only, Babu said. Why are you sharing this secret with me? I asked. Because I don't want to suffer alone. Sometimes I feel like I'm going mad, he said with a pained expression. I'm glad you did, I said. You might disagree once you witness the ritual. Won't be long now, he said, looking at the watch. Insects chirped all around us, and the frightening night calls of nocturnal birds startled me several times. I was getting restless, waiting for something to happen, when Babu patted me on the shoulder and pointed to the distance. Three men were crossing the fen. They unpacked their rucksacks and lit a fire when they arrived at a grassy plot featuring a leafless tree with scary, gnarled limbs. As I watched in awe, the men started singing a weird song in a language I did not understand. What are they doing? I asked. Look, Babu said. Tremors that rattled my bones followed a loud roar in the distance. I rubbed my eyes in disbelief as a giant worm the size of a bus rose in the air. Its pale shape was briefly silhouetted against the night sky before it plunged back into the murky bog. Before I could let out a shout of surprise, my companion placed me in a chokehold from behind and lifted me up to my feet. As I fought to break free from his clutches, I gagged and gasped for oxygen. Sorry about this, he said. <laughs> 